Welcome to Mixed Frequency, uh, where we talk about random stuff. We're going to do a bit of a, a deeper dive on this one. Um, I'm Xavier. I'm Deja. And uh, I'll be hosting today. So, Deja, mm-hmm. if I asked you, out of all of nature's creatures, which one is man's most stalwart companion? Mm-hmm. Is it the dog whose loyal companionship has followed us for generations? Yeah. No. <laughs> is it the horse whose mighty back and incredible hooves have carried the scourge of God across the steppes of Eurasia? Yes. No. <laughs> this humble podcaster suggests to you <laughs> that out of all of God's creatures, we need only turn to the noble pig. The pig. Out of all of man's domesticated creatures, the pig is our most steadfast companion. And over the course of this episode, I will make my case to you. Reject dog, embrace pig. <laughs> That's the title. Reject dog, embrace pig. <laughs> That's the title. So what I want to do in like, so this is a, this is a kind of weird uh, situation for me mm-hmm. because over the course of like five years I've been pig pilled. Okay. <laughs> um, and it started. The thing that started me on this journey is actually going to come up at the end of the episode. Okay. Uh, because I wanted I wanted to go back and like look at the history of the pig. Mm-hmm. And as I did this, as is normal for me, the more I learned, the deeper the rabbit hole got. Okay. So we're gonna start with the origins of the pig. All right. Okay, um, so the origins of the pig, right? So essentially, the pig is a subspecies of the boar, right? Okay. Because, I, I mean, anybody who has seen those two animals can it obviously see. Yeah. Um, now, later, we're going to find out that there's less variance between those two creatures than you would think. Okay. Um, in a lot of weird ways. But that being said, the pig is a variant of the boar. Um and there are different kinds of pigs back before uh, global trade started happening. Mm-hmm. Um, they're native to Europe, Asia, the Middle East, and of course, the cradle of all civilization in life, Africa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hoteps rise up. Okay. Um, so, oh, and I should mention that most of, I've got a couple of sources for this one, mm-hmm. but most of my information comes from a book called The Pig, A Natural History by uh richard richard lutwich okay um it's actually a really good book it's written in this like really nice have you ever read like an old-timey uh natural guide okay well it's got the same kind of prose where it's like the the person obviously knows what they're talking about Mm -hmm. but it uses like really plain language uh so it's nice it's a good layman's uh intro to pig Pig. Right. right so europe asia the middle east africa Right. Um, So it's believed to have been domesticated by humans somewhere between 9,000 and 10,000 years ago. And there's some evidence that they've been domesticated even earlier, which would mean if if they've been domesticated even earlier than that, Mm -hmm. it means that the pig has been domesticated even longer than the sheep has. So at that point, and I didn't look into when dogs were domesticated, mm-hmm. which is kind of a failure on my part, given my uh, argument that I'm trying to make right. here. But like, given that knowledge, that means that 
if you're looking at which animal we domesticated first, it's either the pig or the dog. Right. Um, I would assume maybe the pig, because wouldn't it be easier? That everything that, that I read, if it's coming from, if it used to be like a boar, ev- everything that I read suggests to me that the pig was domesticated first, mm-hmm. but literally I just didn't think to look that up until just now. Okay. okay. Um, so it could very easily still be the dog. Um, <clears throat> so one theory on the origin of like the pig as we know it today, mm-hmm. like as opposed to like the modern boar, mm-hmm. is that it's a cross between a wild boar. And a variant of pig that was specifically found in Asia. Okay. So, like, for whatever reason, scientists, like, looking at the different traits that they have mm-hmm. and said, okay, the, the farmable pig, at mm-hmm. least in its ancient state, is some mix of those two kinds of pig. Okay. Um, and the pig, like, the places that they believe it originated, it's been found essentially almost all over the world and a lot of that is because people have been like just moving them around for reasons that we'll get into but also there seems to be evidence that pigs are migrated themselves to places so like there are like basically chains of islands where pigs it seems just slowly propagated to over time which could easily be humans but like also yeah, pigs swim. yeah they can swim yeah, and that's what they're saying that it's possible that the pigs just swam there even though sometimes <laughs> they would have had to swim like 20 miles wow um but like it's doable okay um and it's believable that pigs would do that because it turns out pigs are very very smart um anyway we'll we'll get back to that so outside of modern times though the pig would have been the animal that is the most familiar to the most people. So like today, when you think of a pet, Mm -hmm. you think of a dog, right? right? But that's, that's a modern human thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Back in the day, if you would have, if you had to guess an animal that someone had, it would have been a pig. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But basically what it boils down to is that um, pigs are more valuable than dogs. Um, because they can be used for more things. Right. Okay. And also they are less expensive. Partially because of like the amount of pigs that you get per pig mm-hmm. um, reproducing. Um, and the fact that a pig can essentially pay for itself. Mm-hmm. Like because of how quickly it grows and how much meat it provides. Um, but also anything a dog can do, a pig can do better. Let me explain. Okay. Let me explain. <laughs> That takes me to the uses of the pig. And while we're going through this section, I want you to just think of the things. Actually, let's let's lay that out. What do we use dogs for, right? Herd sheep. Herd sheep, yeah. Uh, protects property. Yeah. Companionship. Companionship, yeah. Competitions. Comp- yeah. yeah. Competitions. Uh, hunting. Hunting, yeah. Hunting. That's about um, it, isn't it? We use them as police animals as well. I said hunting. topical (laughs) yeah so those are the things that we use pigs for okay well those are the things we use dogs for Uh um but pigs can do all of those things and in many cases they do them better um and they also have additional benefits but let's get into that so um pigs um one of the major reasons that they spread so far across the world mm-hmm. is because they reproduce so quickly and they eat basically anything like mm-hmm. they, they'll just eat whatever mm-hmm. um 
And those two things together actually made them really good uh, livestock to be used on ships. Because if you were if you were on a voyage that was going to take months now, yeah, and you needed a, a source of food, in a lot of ways it's easier to just instead of saying okay let's pack all this food for months and find some way for it to not go bad, mm-hmm. you put a couple of pigs, pigs on board there. and you just have ship pigs, um, and so that became such a an established thing. Like people were so. Um, confident in the pig's ability to be a food source Mm -hmm. that what they would do is they would sail they would stop on islands and then they would just let some pigs loose on the island just so they could have so they could have food food when they came back (laughs) yeah yeah so that's part of the reason that they ended up everywhere which led to some really weird complications um so before um the advent of modern sanitation systems Mm -hmm. we used pigs because you have to understand that, like, when I say there were no modern sanitation systems, I'm not talking about garbage men. I'm talking about, like, plumbing. So you're talking about people just... You, have you ever seen a movie that takes place back in the day and they yeah. just toss pails out the side of the window? Yeah. That's the... Yeah. That, that's, that's the poo pail. Yeah. yeah. It, but pigs will just eat that. That's cool. So they would just let pigs walk around and just consume... The waste, so that it would wouldn't be as filthy. And then um, we eat them. Yeah, then we eat them. I'm not gonna eat. I don't think I can eat pork anymore after doing pork this uh, this research. But that being said, first That's of all, right. ancient cities were death traps. Um, sanitation okay. was bad. Well, in a particular period, they were death traps because there's there's this weird thing where like places like Rome were weirdly clean compared Mm -hmm. to some of like some early cities in like Britain and stuff but Mm -hmm. that aside um, pigs were part of the sanitation system and they became such a reliable part of sanitation that there are some uh, there are ruins in China where they think they have found like basically latrines Mm -hmm. and then set up under the latrine is a pigsty Oh my god! So pig, pigs, so pigs are our janitors now. They're also our plumbing. Um, that is so gross. They're our food source. Do you think they would like go down there and just like grab a pig to eat, or did they have like sanitation pigs and like? Probably pigs for what happened. Probably, probably what happened is they would go down there. I mean, obviously you clean the pig up, like you That's wash not... it and stuff. But you Well, so here's the thing. It's not like the pig eats the the yes. the waste yeah. and then it just is still the waste in the pig's body. The pig's body converts it into No, pig. I understand that. But I mean, it's <laughs> into <still> pig. <laughs> it's a pig machine. Literally, the pig is the perfect provisions machine. Okay. Um it's wow, also the perfect Wow, that's so weapon. gross, but yeah. I get I get I get it. Why yeah. do you do that? Um, but yeah, so, and this is like verified because we have like journals from travelers of of like the time periods of like the 1800s and -hmm. before, Uh, specifically there's a quote from like someone visiting America Mm -hmm. who's just like writing home and he's like, yeah, the pigs just walk around here and they just, they're well behaved. (laughs) They clean up the waste. It's just pigs. (laughs) It's pigs everywhere. That's crazy. Um... 
So in addition to that, uh, pig hide makes excellent leather, okay. which is really creepy because apparently pig skin is very close to human skin. But pig hide does make excellent leather. Um, pig hair makes really good brushes. It's a practice that has fallen out of favor recently because it's more profitable to kill pigs for food. Mm-hmm. Um, but pig hair does make really good brushes. You no, know, I didn't know. Okay, I knew they had hair, but not enough to make brushes. It depends on when you catch the pig. So, like, modern, like, farm pigs have less hair. Yeah. Um, but wild, wild pigs, pigs and, like, traditional uh, like traditional breeds of pig okay. have way more hair. That makes sense. Also, sheep pigs exist. There are pigs ex- that exist that grow wool like sheep does. No way. So, sheep defeated. That's probably terrifying to look at. No, it's just like a fluffy pig. Like, <laughs> okay. leg- legitimately, it's, it's just like a... Because they don't grow as much of it as yeah. the sheep does, because sheeps have been bred specifically for that purpose. But okay. there are sheep pigs, even though they're kind of rare now, because, again, we mostly kill pigs kill for them. food. Yeah. Um, wow. So, pigs, they also... Um, they, you know, they root. Like, they dig through the ground for stuff. Okay. Um, but they'll move through the underbrush while they're doing that. Mm-hmm. And seeds and stuff get stuck to their fur. Okay. So, as they're rooting the next area, those seeds get dropped. They're, like, pollinating. They're basically, they're like, like farming. They're, like... Oh, my God. Because them rooting is digging up the, the, the soil. And then the seed just drops in, in there. there. Right. So, if the ecosystem is prepared for it. They can actually be a really good boon to it, but if it's oh not, gosh. it's horrifying. We could just release pigs and save the world. Um, that's no. We, we tried that; it didn't go well. Oh, We're really? going to get into that later. Oh my god! <laughs> um, we didn't try it for that reason. The reason that we did it here in America is incredibly stupid, but also very on brand. Okay. Um, so this combination of uh, this combination of rooting and dropping seeds mm-hmm. at least pigs capable of creating seed beds essentially on their own whether they're attempting to or not um and so on top of all of this pigs and humans share roughly 92 percent of our chromosomes okay wait um <laughs> shake at the table here a little bit how well you know what i mean i don't i mean obviously you, you wouldn't know how, how but yeah. like, okay so maybe i'm stupid and if i am okay uh, so what about monkeys and stuff is that not the same thing you know how the people i think say i that, think like, the percentage is higher legitimately i didn't look into that particular i didn't look into monkeys okay um, but i did look up the expert because i said the same thing i was like 92 percent really that's a lot that's a lot yeah but it turns out that like first of all the difference between different kinds of life is apparently much smaller than you would assume anyway. Okay, yeah. Because uh, if you think about it, most of life is made up of the same kind of elements. They're just organized in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like two eyes, two appendages, something to breathe through, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to the pig, the pig is like weirdly close to human biology for oh, what so it is. <laughs> so like we have similar skin. Okay. We have similar stomachs, which uh, side note, pig fact. Um, Not pig fact. Pigs are one of the only even-toed ungulates to have a single stomach like we do. Uh, so an even-toed ungulate is like basically a four-legged mammal type creature that yeah. has an even amount even of toes. toes yeah. So things like deer and <laughs> Do deer have toes? Deers have hooves. They have like, but it's deer? like split into even okay, I see what segments. You're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, 
That's crazy. So yeah, they have this, but most things like that have multiple stomachs. Apparently, hmm. pigs only have one. It's similar to ours, and their hearts are so similar to ours that apparently, <gasps> when your heart valve goes bad, you can replace it with, with the, the pig pigs? valve. Yep. Yep. That's insane. And so they're so similar to us that pigs are considered like one of the top species to like research and test on to produce like results for human medicine. Sheesh, where do we get the mice from? I guess because there's a lot of them. Yeah, well, I don't know, because pigs have that benefit too. Like you can make a lot of pigs really quickly and they grow oh, really fast. That's so sad though. I don't know if we Yeah, it's pretty horrifying. Just because we can't. You know? Yeah. That's a little so the, the, <laughs> the way that I rationalize that, and this might be uh, this might get me canceled, yeah. Yikes. Um don't get canceled before you start. On the list of things, <laughs> if anything, getting canceled at this point would be in that game. But <laughs> um of, on the list of horrible things that we do yeah. regularly, like we're talking about destroying the environment, wars, genocides, mm-hmm. I feel like animal testing is not at the is top. pretty low on that list. I guess, like, because so. a lot of the a lot of the arguments that we make for doing atrocities, um, even though most people wouldn't see them as atrocities, I guess if they're mm-hmm. making that argument, is like, oh, we had to do it to get X, Y, or Z, right? And for me, most of the time, well, because that's a justification for wars usually. It's yeah. like, yeah, we had to do it because we wanted more blah, money. blah, 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 blah. Well, normally I don't say we wanted more money. Yeah. Normally it's fear mongering. But still, the, the logic is we needed to do X horrible thing to get Y. Right. And most of the time that doesn't check out for me. Mm-hmm. Like in the case of like wars, I don't know if launching a war because of this one particular group doing an attack on us. I don't know if that's a viable way to react. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and a lot of times, like, I don't know. So I don't know if that's viable. But if you told me we need to test on these pigs, but we can cure cancer if we do it. Right, yeah, yeah. That's still horrifying, but it's at least understandable. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um, now, I believe, if I remember correctly, my next section of notes is going to make all of what I just said horrifying. Absolutely. Porcine intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, pigs are incredibly smart, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to go into some of the things that I found that describe that. Uh, so, attempts to measure the intelligence of the pig are inconclusive due to a lack of available research. Mm-hmm. Um, in the book, the author suggests that part of that is just because people weren't worried about it. Mm-hmm. So we didn't discover... Like, people knew pigs were smart, but they didn't know how smart. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, you know, like almost like... Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like whatever. They're kind of smart for yeah. an animal. Um, but then people started... It seems like researchers at a point realized, like, hold up, these we might be talking like dolphin tears of intelligence with these pigs um but the author suggests that at least the author believes that part of the reason that we don't research it and don't talk about it more is that it would mess up the profit chain yeah Yeah, that makes sense i i tried to make it through an episode without uh the evils of uh unfettered capitalism rearing its ugly head but i couldn't (laughs) um so here we are. Wow, that's um, so sick. That's probably true. It's probably a combination of both of those things. 
Um, Peace could probably talk or something. She's like, don't tell anybody. Well, uh, <laughs> so what we do have suggests that pigs are likely to be smarter than a dog, but potentially less intelligent than an elephant. Okay. Which you know is still very very smart. Yeah. Um, Cause like that's like elephants' thing. Is that they're incredibly smart. Yeah, and, and there are some dogs who are really smart. And, yeah. And the the one thing that they seem sure of is that pigs are smarter than dogs. Which is yeah. Which leads smart me, enough. Right. Which leads me to our um, my overarching thesis here. Mm-hmm. Um, pig is superior to dog. Okay. So number one, they're smarter. Right. Okay. They have a comparable sense of smell. I, I actually didn't mention that here, but they do. Um, so part of the... Comparable to a dog? Comparable to a dog. So okay. do you know what truffles are? Like the, the, the food? food? Yeah, it's like yeah. a little... I think it's like a fungus or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So how we hunt truffles is we train dogs to sniff them out and go find them in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason we use dogs is not because they're the most effective species to do that. That's actually the pig. The pig is way better at finding truffles than the dog ever will be. Mm-hmm. The problem with the pig is that the pig is more interested in eating the truffle ah. than the dog is. So <laughs> the in, pig is an individual. Right. <laughs> the dog is a hot <laughs> the, So the pig will, it'll go up to it and you basically, once the pig finds the truffle, it's a race between you and you the and pig. <laughs> and like, <laughs> well, it, it's, it's a problem, right? Because pigs get big. Yeah. So like, you have to try and force this pig away from the truffle. So eventually people are like, we're just going to use the dog. Right. Um, but the pig is actually better at doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have this listed anywhere, but in my reading, I did find that a young pig is capable of running at the same speeds of a human. Um, that's terrifying yeah pigs are horrifying I have a whole section on that or is like yeah it's like an adult human so yeah. the thing that slows them down is they get their weight yeah they get really big but like if you're talking about a young pig or even a wild pig because yeah. wild pigs don't get as obscenely huge yeah um you we're talking that sucker could run yeah boars are ridiculous pig. no boars are horrifying yeah but the thing of we'll we'll get into it um <laughs> So, yeah, and that actually led to, there was a story um, in the book of this cop in London uh-huh. who, like, for whatever de- for whatever reason, got this idea in his head that he was like, why are we using dogs uh-huh. when we could be using the pig? So he trains the pig to be like a police pig, and it works. Like, he, so, by his own admission, he was like, this, the pig does everything the dog would do. But it's easier to train. It seems to be way smarter. Mm-hmm. And it's more agreeable. Like, it, it's just better all the way around, as far as I can tell. Huh. But he had to discontinue it because people kept making fun of them. Making fun of the pig? The cops. Because what do we call cops? Pig. <laughs> right. So he got so tired of people. Oh, my God. <laughs> people joking with him that he was Is like, that we can't be doing that term? It. I don't know if it's the origin, but pigs do have uh, several terms uh, that have like weaved its way into our collective consciousness. That gets to a weird place too. Um, but that, those are bonus facts. We'll come back. That's for that. crazy. That's funny. Yeah, it, it is. I read that and I was like, ha. Huh. Um, so uh, one of the things that like kind of supports the pigs are incredibly smart thesis mm-hmm. is that uh, apparently 
if you watch pigs in the wild, sometimes they'll dig holes in the ground Mm -hmm. and put like poisonous plants in there and leave them there to like ferment (laughs) so that they can come back and eat the plants later. And that that's also something that apparently monkeys do, which doesn't surprise me, but that's something I learned. And they even the author suggested that it's possible given the length of time that humans have been in close contact with the pig, Mm -hmm. that part of the way that we learned to do that was from watching pig. pig. That would make sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, let's see a dog do that, huh? Fair enough. Uh, So, pigs... um, So, one thing that people like to do with dogs is like, yeah, dogs will listen to commands, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can toss a ball and Mm -hmm. they'll bring it back. You can say, sit, they'll sit. Pigs will also do that. With the added scruple of they can ref- they can like respond to more complicated things. So like if you throw a ball and say fetch, the dog can do that. But if you're talking to a pig, you can say to the pig, fetch the dumbbell, and it'll go get you the dumbbell. I think dogs can do that too. Yeah. But like pigs, I don't know. The 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 book suggested, but like the way it worded, it was like they yeah. they're better at they, it. They understand um, more. I didn't read the the like stats on it because like i would have had to dig through his entire bibliography Mm -hmm. and then teach myself how to read uh how to do statistical analysis and i didn't have that kind of time but based on this guy's word uh pigs are at least on par with dogs there um additionally they're potentially on par with primates in terms of social competitiveness okay um so they we can observe that pigs form hierarchies, at least in captivity, mm-hmm. um, and have been observed exploiting power dynamics, uh, showing the capacity for deceit and manipulation. And so... <laughs> oh God, better watch out for the pigs. <laughs> so what we... So the, the example that they use is that um, tests on pigs foraging for hidden food uh, found that they, were, they would do that in pairs, mm-hmm. given the opportunity where one pig would be the lead pig, like the scout, essentially, mm-hmm. and the other pig would be the the scrounger. Mm-hmm. So, like, one pig, is their job is to find it, and the other pig is to dig it yeah. up. And they don't go into, like, if they train the pigs to do it this way or if the pigs just work that out on their own. Mm-hmm. But regardless, they did observe that, like, sometimes the lead pig would find the food and then the scrounger would take a bigger cut of the haul than... Wow. Than is like expected yeah like they'll scam each other (laughs) so and that's apparently one of the key measures of intelligence is like your ability to try to manipulate people ocean's 11 but a full cast of pigs (laughs) um so additionally pigs seem to be aware of the passage of time and are able to compare the length of how do you measure that okay so what they did was they took two different pins, okay. right? And in one pin, they would keep the pig for, let's say, 30 minutes. Okay. Then in the other pin, they would keep it for, let's say, two hours. Okay. And so after doing that enough, the pigs would start to express a preference for the pin that held them oh. shorter periods of time than longer. And that and, implies that they understood I'm here longer. Than yeah, I whenever I go in that place, they keep me there longer. Um, wow, that's crazy. What? But it also suggested that the pig would not... There was, like, a cutoff point. Mm-hmm. So, like, as long as it was below a certain amount of time, the pig would, like, fight you on it a little bit, but they would still go in 
the the cage. The, the, yeah. But at a point, like the as that time goes up, apparently they get more and more like um, um, aggressive aggressive with yeah. their protests, which also suggests that not only can they like measure time in some fashion, but they also or maybe not measure perceive time in some way or another they also have like some kind of internal like calculus of like what's an acceptable amount of time to to be stuck somewhere (laughs) so yeah like they're super smart um so pigs have been successfully trained to do nearly any task a dog can do or well or better as well as a dog Mm -hmm. or better um so like i said they have excellent smell they can track people and things um they've been used as guard animals for livestock um so apparently what would happen is they would release turkeys to to go like feed themselves in the wild mm-hmm. um and this is particularly i think yeah it's in the u.s okay um and they had a problem with stuff like foxes and stuff picking off the turkeys mm-hmm. um and so <laughs> The solution that they realized that they could do is because they didn't want to just leave the dogs out there because yeah. the dog might eat it too. Mm. Oh, you think? Oh, the dog would eat the turkey as well. Yeah, they they might. Why um, would the pig not? They are more. They're less carnivorous. They're omnivores. They'll eat anything. Um, are so, pigs more like scavengers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what they would do is they would release the pigs out there, and the pigs would scare away the predators while they were out there scrounging. But they would leave the turkeys alone. So they got used. Okay, so the pigs weren't like, ooh, I'm going to chase that fox out. The pigs were doing their own thing. And the fox would like see the pig and be like, nah, I'm going to knock over. It didn't specify. Pig. I'd imagine that at some point the there would be confrontations. Because mm-hmm. like, it's still meat. I'm sure the fox tried to hunt it. I just think, I think the, pig obviously the pig chance. has a better chance of defending itself than, than the fox. turkey does. Yeah, the turkey. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, So yeah, I already I already told you about the police officer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that they can be used as guard animals for that reason. Um, and moving <laughs> on to my next point, that's crazy. Um, one of the interesting things that uh, the author was suggesting is that the pig being so intelligent might be what's responsible for its for us perceiving them as greedy. Um, so like, you know, the thing is that pigs eat all yeah, the time. Yeah, like gluttonous. Right. But, you know, you ever eat just because you're bored? Yeah. They, they're bored. They think, yeah, because they think that like, because pigs will scrounge even when they've already eaten. And they think, so part of the problems with like having an intelligent animal is that one, it seems like, from my incredibly uneducated perspective, is that once you have a certain amount of intelligence, it demands to be used. Like, that's the cost that you, you get for being intelligent. It's like boredom, essentially, yeah. and existential crises. But... Which they probably um, also go through. They probably do. We just <laughs> don't know how to measure it yet. Because yeah. um, dogs can... Dogs yeah, dogs can, will get depressed, so yeah. Pigs probably can at They probably point. do, yeah. Um, wow. So, basically, what the author is suggesting is that, like part of the reason that they eat so much is just because they're bored out of their minds. That's really sad. Yeah. A lot of the ways we treat animals is is incredibly sad. Um, But hey, we're humans, so we're better. Wow, that's so crazy. Um, 
So, and there's another point about that is like pigs naturally, they, I mean, they have a reputation for stinking. Yeah. Um, and most I wild mean, animals kind of do. Yes. But, <laughs> but also the pig being incredibly stinky might have more to do with the conditions we keep them in yeah. than the pig itself. Cause like the pig is kind of like a dirtier animal. Like they like to wallow cause mm-hmm. they can't sweat. Yeah. So they'll like roll around. Cool down. Like, like a, uh. Like a war dog. Yeah, I was gonna say a hippo, but that too. Hippos too. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. <laughs> they, so it, I kind of skipped over this in my uh, document here, mm-hmm. but the author does like there have been inquiries into like the genealogy of animals, basically, mm-hmm. and some people think there's a theory that essentially a hippo is like a giga pig. Yeah. Just okay. So this is kind of off topic, but I literally ended up watching a video. Mm-hmm. That said that um, based on evolution, the hippo might be a whale. <laughs> or backwards, the whale might, might be, be a, descendant a of what also turned into hippos. Oh, okay. okay. So, like, so they whales, have a common ancestor. Yeah, whale, whales um, don't match. Like their genes or whatever doesn't match any anything else except, except hippo. for hippos. That's wild. But yeah, that's what we think about it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and even even when I was reading that point, he did say that like that's kind of shaky, but yeah. he mentioned it because it was interesting. Um, so continuing on with our pig supremacy uh, <laughs> list here, Portuguese fishermen. We talked about the boats, right? No. Remember, I was saying how pigs we would put them on boats. Oh yes, as a food yes. source. Uh-huh. So another thing we use boat pigs for <laughs> is if. Conditions got too foggy, mm-hmm. and the the far the farmers the sailors would get lost. Mm-hmm. What they would do sometimes is tie a rope around the pig and throw him overboard, and the because they knew swim. the pig would swim to land. That's so they so would chaotic. just follow. <laughs> that is no, so chaotic. No, humans are a force of destruction. <laughs> oh <my laughs> we God. just weird entity of chaos. It's true. Wow. But yeah. Wow. Um. So yeah, they they would trust the pig to navigate better than they could. Hmm. And lastly, pigs were able to learn to play uh, simple lever-operated computer games to like solve and beat mazes. Um, which, to be fair, dogs could also play, but yeah. the pigs outperformed them. Right. Additionally, the pigs outperformed like uh, a significant number of human children. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Duh. <laughs> so I, I like how your response to that was like, well, yeah, kids are idiots. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean, so, people are idiots, so. True. <laughs> Truly, the pig should inherit the earth. Why would baby people not be yeah, like. Yeah, true. Very true. So, that's my uh, pigs are intelligent screed. Okay. Um, so, we've got they're smarter than dogs, mm-hmm. they have comparable smell mm-hmm. for dogs. Um, they're better for food, okay. obviously, um, not just in the fact that culturally we don't eat dogs cause some, some people do. Yeah. It's meat is meat. Um, yeah. but the pig, and I don't know, I think I forgot to write this down, but the pig is like pound for pound, one of the most efficient ways to feed a population. Like to the point where they, a couple of times the author says that like, we could not have modern society the way that we have it. Without if it hadn't pig. been for the pig. Like, maybe now we could do it because we have all this technology and farming is so much better. Yeah. But, like, for us to grow to this point, we had to lean on the pig. Gotta the pig. And it's it's like, he does a calculation 
where it's like there's almost no other animal on the planet that is born. Because, like, pigs are born, and then within a year or two, they're, like, 200 pounds. Wow. So, like, there's nothing, there's almost nothing else that grows that, that rapidly. Yeah. Oh, and that stuff. much. And and th- if you think about it, not only do they grow that quickly, they, like, there's so many pigs per litter. So you're talking about one one pig that can be a family, maybe two families for multiple meals at least right right but then whenever you have a litter of pigs that's like eight to twelve other pigs wow and then within a year or two you got eight to twelve right and it's it's not like and then those pigs will have like they're just incredibly efficient at making food Hmm. um and so that being said we're going to talk about the modern pig okay um so the modern factory pig doesn't have all of the traits that classically bred pigs possessed. Mm-hmm. And so right here we have to differentiate between modern pigs or factory pigs versus classically bred pigs. Mm-hmm. Um, so classically bred pigs are pig breeds that were codified and popularized after World War One. Okay. Um, so the modern pig is different from them in that they are bred with an eye towards optimum meat ratios the ability to survive, survive to the ability to survive intensive farming <laughs> and fecundity, which I think I said wrong, but it's basically the ability to produce more pigs. Okay. Um, I think I literally I was just copying that from the book. I okay. really should look that up. Um, but in other words, the modern pig is designed to be as profitable as possible. Is the modern pig not as smart as the classically bred pig? It's a tiny bit less intense. Well, actually, no, I can't confirm that. The only thing I know for sure is, I in my research, it did mention that the if you take a modern pig, it has a smaller brain mm-hmm. than like a wild pig. Mm-hmm. But like brain size doesn't always mean intelligence. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. just just a question. Um, so for this reason, classically bred pigs are now quite rare, uh, despite their reputation for producing high quality meat. Wow, okay. Um, and so, like, there's a lot of variance about the way pigs look. Um, but when you think of a pig, you're thinking of, like, a modern pig. Just, yeah. like, the, the, the brown pink, pink thing. thing. Yeah. Um, so, classically bred pigs are noted to have become prominent after World War One Because for most of the history of the domestic pig, the animals kept by farmers at would have been almost unrecognizable from a wild boar. Okay. So, and the reason that they believe that is like, if you look at paintings and stuff, which is another interesting point is there's a lot of pig art um, throughout history. And it, it makes sense. They were such a big deal. They yeah, because, because people like, we make art about the stuff that's in our lives. Yeah. Right? And pigs were very much in our lives. But like, the further back you go. I wonder if there's a pig museum somewhere. Probably. 100%. Is. There's a couple of pig churches. We'll get into that. <laughs> um so the idea is that like they're looking at paintings of pigs and it's just like a boar but like it's clearly in the context of like this is my pig right farming but it's it's got like the bristles and all that kind of stuff okay. um and just as a note here uh because that's all i need to really mention with uh the difference between modern, modern pigs. pigs uh and the author does go into like a little bit of like 
the difference between intensive farming versus extensive farming. Mm-hmm. The easiest way that I can explain it, because I didn't take the time to like really dig into that. Because like I said, this was spiraling out of control very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it seems like intensive farming is like factory farming, whereas mm-hmm. extensive farming is more of like the free range, natural. Got you. Um, and classic pigs essentially need to be farmed extensively. Okay. They, they don't survive in the uh, intensive farming that makes scenario. Sense. So intensive farming or factory farming of pigs can be quite brutal. Uh, as it forces them into tight spaces and unsanitary conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has negative impacts on the environment, particularly water sources and air quality. Um, and the air in pig factories is so foul that the buildings have to be specially designed to like suck the bad air out via fan um, or other, or else the pigs will start dying from like the bad air quality. That's terrible. Because of how tightly they're packed in. Yeah. That's so terrible. It's really bad. Um freedom pigs and so with that all being said we've been very uh pro pig all the way up to this point <laughs> and, uh, and now we're about to rip that out of your brain well now we're about to get into the fact that uh, pigs are in addition to being this incredible benefit to humanity mm-hmm. they're also indestructible masters of war okay. <laughs> um, so um the the first couple of things are just like random notes I picked out because it was really surreal reading the book because mm-hmm. the author doesn't, he's uh, very much a pig apologist mm-hmm. as am I. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't go into the fact that like pigs are very dangerous mm-hmm. or can be dangerous mm-hmm. except in like little snippets. So there's like little moments. You're like, Wait there's like little glimpses of like this horrifying <laughs> killing machine. So like when he's talking about, he goes he take goes into a weird amount of detail about how to like raise a pig and like the proper practices for doing so because mm-hmm. it seems like he was a farmer at some point in his oh, life. Okay, okay. Um which makes sense yeah. as an agricultural scientist or you know whatever. Um and at some point he says occasionally a boar of working age will start to throw its weight around. Once he realizes his strength and your relative feebleness, he may become domineering. There is little you can do to change this. So it's probably sensible for your safety to change the boar for one that is more docile. Wow. Because like you, you have to remember, pigs are like, they're big. Yeah. Like that's something we forget. Yeah, so like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Are pigs and hogs the same thing? Is a hog just a bigger pig? Or are they a different species altogether? They're essentially the same thing. Okay. But we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit I later. just wanted, because you know, when we were younger, we used to go... Yeah. Go see a hog. So basically, <laughs> it, it depends on where you're at in the country, basically. But so it's like a name? It's like a colloquial term. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's just all basically, talking. hogs and pigs, I think, are the same. Okay. Although I think hog is like, you you can be a, a, uh, a young pig and be a pig, but I think you have to be a full-grown pig to be, be a, a hog. hog. The yeah. only reason I said that is because I remember when we were younger, yeah. going to see the hog. And how huge they were. Like, they were in giant pens when I really think about it. Yeah. And they were almost towering over, like, the gate. Yeah, they're massive. And that's another fun fact is that um, pigs can actually, before they get, like, really big like that, like, mm-hmm. if they don't overeat, they can get, they can jump, like, three feet. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they be escape artists? Yeah. Oh, they can also kind of climb as well. That's terrifying. So when you're I trying to, to like. see that in my life. <laughs> It's not like good. Like they can't do it for long. They yeah. can, they like scrambling. Scuffle. But it apparently it's good enough 
that the recommended like gate size to keep a wild hog mm-hmm. captive, it has to be at least seven feet tall. That's not because like the good. That the is distance not, they can clear no. is apparently up to six feet. That is not good enough. That is amazing climbing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, especially to be the size that they are. Are we talking about an adult pig? They're not as they're not because you got a wild Wait, yeah, right. wild pigs that aren't being farmed and basically force fed their yeah. lives don't usually don't get up to be like six hundred pounds. Right. This makes so much sense. Let me tell you what. Whenever you're playing, whenever I'm playing like a video game. And it's like free range, and like they're. I was playing Odyssey, mm-hmm. and you fight boars all the time. Yeah, those things are they're worse than like the main bosses in a game. No, to fight. boars and are. Now I understand. They're horrifying. Like, did you watch any Game of Thrones? No. Okay, really. so one of the major plot points is that King Robert goes mm-hmm. out on a boar hunt, mm-hmm. and he get they assassinate him, right? Mm-hmm. But they try and make it look like the boar killed him mm-hmm. and the reason they do that is because boars are horrifying believable. Like, when you go out on a boar hunt it's not just you and the boar you bring your boys you bring a pack of dogs yeah. you have to fight it with spears like you you can't the boar will kill you they're yeah. horrified but anyway i yeah. just thought about that because like wow yeah so at a point he's talking about like the muscular structure of the pig mm-hmm. and so he's talking about how it they have everything that the pig does is done with its nose essentially because they don't have like, they don't have like feet. Yeah. They don't have hands. <laughs> yeah. They don't have prehensile tails, but they're still smart enough that they manipulate stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So like their neck is really strong, and like offhandedly he's like, yeah, pigs can dig through most any surface, sometimes even concrete, and then he just never comes back to it. And I don't know if I, and I couldn't find anything else on it. So I don't know what I meant to take away from that. I don't know if I meant to just accept the fact that like pigs can like crack concrete with their <laughs> snout. I don't know what that was supposed to mean, but I just want everyone to know that that is a sentence that he said in that <laughs> book. Um, so we just went over that. Pigs can jump about three feet into the air. Uh, so any fence built to hold specifically wild hogs mm-hmm. um, has to be at least has to be. The standard is seven foot. That that's when you get to feel safe again. <laughs> um, and even that being said, they they might dig their way out. Yeah, um, yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, you know, just the perfect killing. It's okay. <laughs> um, do not let your pigs escape. Don't do it, um, because pigs that escape from cat- captivity will go feral. Um, and what that means is they start to reclaim their boar-like traits. Um. So what happens is, if you let a pig out into the wild, um, over the course of several generations, of course, right. um, they'll regrow their fur. They'll get, you know how like uh, boars have like the the pig mohawk. Yeah, they'll grow that back. So they grow the tusks. They'll grow the tusks back. Wow. Um, so wait, they're a modern pig. Let's say a modern pig. Yeah, if pig. you if you take one of those little pink <laughs> guys and you let them out into the wild. You give it like a maybe let's say eight years, mm-hmm. you have like you have boars. You have boars now. Wow. Essentially. Like they don't they're not actually boars, they're a little bit different. But, but basically it's a boar. Um and also uh they'll the snout will start to along and back out. Mm-hmm. Um and they'll become more aggressive. Wow. They're um, resilient. So 
Oh, and and they also so like these are some stats that I found on wild boars. Mm-hmm. Um, they will grow up to be about two hundred pounds heavy, mm-hmm. uh, three feet tall mm-hmm. and five feet long. Mm-hmm. Um, although wild hogs up to twice that size have been documented, which makes sense because like if you take the pig and you just feed it, then it'll be then good. it'll be massive. So this boar just eating good, right? Yeah. Right. So particularly successful boars <laughs> could get huge. Okay. Um, Additionally, males have a natural armor, referred to as the hog shield, um, which is basically a thick hide on the shoulder that's thick enough to block tusk attacks. Okay. I was literally just watching the show alone. Did, mm-hmm. I, did I ever tell you about that show? It's what a show? show where they take people who are like self-proclaimed survivalists, mm-hmm. throw them out somewhere, whoever lasts longest wins. Okay. They got a new season called uh, Alone Beast, where basically a group of three people, but they give them what they say, an ethically killed animal. I don't know how you do that. Okay. And the most recent episode, they got a boar. And they had to, like, try to, like, I guess, gut the boar with, like, a rock. Yeah. And the guy was like, yeah, but boars have, like, triple thick layers of skin. So once you cut through the hair, you got to cut through, like, he called it the armor. Yeah. It's literally in the book, it's called hog shield. That's That's not something I made up. Yeah. Like, literally, I just heard him say that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they got no. tough skin. <laughs> no, I had to, like, double check, because he says it, it, and again, people who are familiar with pigs, I guess, are just It's like, used whatever, to it. yeah. So he's, he, he says it so casually, yeah. but it's, like, legitimate. Like, you would have a tough time penetrating this thing with a weapon. Didn't, um, maybe I made that up, but I thought people used to take, like, boars into, like, war with them. Uh, there is one instance that I know of where people brought pigs into war. Because um, people were throwing, like, the javelins, and they would just, like, they wouldn't kill it. They would, like, hit it. And I, I can't confirm that. I don't know. Maybe but I, I do that. know that there was a conflict between, I want to say it was, like, Rome and Persia or mm-hmm. something. But one side brought elephants, which freaked the other person out. Mm-hmm. And their response to that was to take pigs out and light them on fire Whoa. and have them just run around to scare the elephants. So we got some really weird pig on elephant combat. That is terrible. Oh we just have gosh. zero regard for anything. anything. Yeah, um, just really godless heathens. Every last one of us. But um, wow, that's terrible. Though. So yeah. Um, so this chair. Oh, they do. They don't become full like boars though. Mm-hmm. So they do keep some elephants of the modern pig. Like I was saying, their brains are still a little bit smaller, mm-hmm. and they keep the curly tail. Um, just for some cuteness yeah Uh, so this change happens over the course of a few generations and is likely product of the fact that domesticated animals retain wild traits in a recessive capacity Um, okay so thus by reintroducing the animal to the wild environment evolution begins to select for the wild traits again the the thing that makes pigs unique in this is that, like, the speed yeah, that, was, that their generations happen. you said, like, eight years. That's fast. It, that, that was just me, like, ballparking. Yeah. It could be longer. I think it's longer than that, actually. Right. But the it's not... It's not long enough to be okay. Right. <laughs> um, it, it's a short enough process that we have a modern problem with feral pigs. Um... So, like I said, note that this change happens more quickly than the term several generations implies. Because I, I, as a human, when you think of a generation, you think of, like, 
20, 30 years, yeah. right? That's It's not that long for pigs. I peeked at your notes, mm-hmm. and I see the caption of the next one as Florida, and I'm terrified. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's always Florida. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about Florida. Uh, so, one example of the absolute horrifying uh, power of the pig mm-hmm. is that um, is the situation that Florida is in in the United States. Okay. Um, so... Let me let me start. Let me preface this by saying that pigs are not native to America. Right. They they're not so. They didn't develop on this continent. Mm-hmm. So our ecology is not set up in a way that it supports bands of wild pigs. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 1539, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hernando de Soto. Okay. Uh, is believed to have been the person who introduced the pig to the U.S. because he he we know that he used them as provisions um, for a settlement that he made in Charlotte Harbor, Florida. Okay. Um, so 1539 hits, um, and for the next 400 or so years, pigs are farmed there in increasing numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, during this time, the pigs were allowed to roam freely. And rounded up only when you needed them. Okay. Um, which, of course, allowed for many pigs to escape into the wild. And turn clear off. Yep. Um, additionally, private farmers and the Florida Game and Fishwater, Freshwater Fish Commission, mm-hmm. which is basically like the state of Florida's, yeah. I guess, conservation branch, um, eventually took up the practice of deliberately releasing hogs into the wild in order to improve hunting opportunities. Because like I mentioned before, boar hunting was a thing. Yeah. People like hunting pigs. This takes an, a hilarious turn. Have you heard the, the 30 to 40 wild hogs discourse? No. Okay. So I want to say a year or two ago, there was this, because you know we're constantly having a gun control debate mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, anti-gun law arguments was that in certain southern states, they need those guns to deal with packs of 30 to 40 wild hogs. Because mm-hmm. apparently they, at the time, I thought it was a meme that they have like a, a hog problem mm-hmm. where there's so many of them and they're dangerous enough that they need like legitimate, like, protection. It, we're not talking like rifles. We're talking like, auto, if, you, if oh, you go on YouTube, oh, you, mean like AR, like you can go on YouTube and find videos of people in helicopters, like gunning down at pigs. It's crazy. It's crazy what's happening out there. Um, wow. But yeah, so that, um, which is incredibly, uh, it's pretty hilarious to me because the reason, part of the reason that we have this problem is it's that we released a bunch of pigs into the wild specifically so that we could hunt them. So mission accomplished, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, these two things together are likely what led to um, Florida having such a big feral pig population. Okay. Um, In addition to that, during the same time period, actual wild boars were released into several states across the U.S. Um, So in New Hampshire in 1886, in New York in 1910, um, in North Carolina and Tennessee in 1912, and Texas in 1919. Again, for the purposes of creating... Hog hunting opportunities. With that information, that means they could be about everywhere. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. let, let's take what we talked about earlier. They could swim if they want to. Yeah. Well, the, the U.S. is at least there's not too many islands that are that close. But like, but yeah, I'm they, saying they can like spread. they don't even have to do that. You can no. just walk yeah. across state lines. And, and like, that, that's the next point. So um, these boars appear to have migrated to Florida. Uh, both naturally and with, again with the aid of private individuals individuals literally capturing them because I want to hunt hogs and bringing them and just releasing them back um, so what it seems like has happened is the pigs the hogs have migrated to like the places that suit them best Warmer which is like the southeast yeah um, wow so they they're really just chisel off Florida <laughs> and let them go like so there are now an estimated one to two million or more wild hogs in south in the southeast U.S. Florida has a stable population of about five hundred k by itself. That's stable. Meaning, like it doesn't. Oh, go up you mean down. like? Oh, okay. Yeah. that's a lot. It's a lot because if it's one to two mil, if it's one million, Florida is what? Florida is the Australia of the United States. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because they still got alligators and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Which in in a fun in a fun wrinkle. The pigs don't have a whole lot of domestic predators. It's their their only predators in the U.S. are basically alligators, alligators, us, and other wild boars. Yeah, and the occasional like wild cat. That's not like a, a house cat. Yeah, like a, no, like that's a, gotta be like a like a. Like a pampa. But that's not happening in the U.S. Yeah, not, we don't we don't have Florida. Those. We don't have those anymore. Yeah, much anymore. So <laughs> that, those are off the list. Jeez. Um, Okay, so currently, like you said, the language around hogs and boars is kind of confusing. Mm -hmm. So a quick guide is that there are three different types of wild hog. Mm -hmm. There's the escape, domestic swine. Mm -hmm. Not domestic swine. Um, the Eurasian wild boar. Okay. Um, which, again, we do have some of those, thankfully. Uh, okay. Um, and hybrids of the previous two. Okay. Because, of course, they can still yeah, make me. other. Yeah. Um, so Florida mainly has types one and three um, at this point. Okay. Um, and the term feral or wild is used to refer to any non-farmed hog. So it, it, like I said, it's, it's just like a term that people use. It's not okay scientific. So if you were to go outside, if someone were to see like a literal boar just walking around, they would probably say a wild hog. Yeah. It's all pig, wild hog. Okay. Um. Also, little fun fact about pigs uh, going feral. Mm -hmm. So wild baby pigs have the little uh, spots that baby deer have. Yeah, really. Yeah, huh. they'll they'll start growing those back. Interesting. They have like camouflage. It's really it's neat. Um, so, in addition to the aforementioned physical threat that hogs can become, they are also an ecological threat. Uh, they're aggressive foragers and will damage agricultural systems, destroy yeah. crops, mm -hmm. and they'll pillage game feeders. Okay. Um, they directly compete uh, with game animals for food sources, mm -hmm. uh, which, yeah, you know, um, they will consume herptile nests. Herptiles are basically turtles. Like, it's a specific kind of reptile. The one most people are familiar with is turtles. Okay. Um, and the nests of ground-nesting birds, um, which leads me to another interesting point. Do you remember the dodo? Yeah. So... Let me find out. It became extinct because of pigs. Oh, my God! <laughs> the so, face is such a... 
basically, um, for a long time, we believed that like humans essentially hunted the dodo. We probably helped, but we did help. <laughs> but like recently, we found evidence that people we did like devastate their environment yeah. and hunt a lot of them because they were easy to hunt. Yeah, but. They actually didn't taste very good, apparently. I bet. It so, didn't look like it. So we quickly... <laughs> you know? Yeah, so we quickly just kind of stopped. But the problem was, we had brought, like, pigs and dogs with us. Oh. And pigs specifically are really good at hunting ground-nesting birds. Because, mm-hmm. like... What a loser. A the, ground-nesting bird. Right. Wow. <laughs> Flightless bird for what? <laughs> um, so dogs will, like, kill the actual bird. Yeah. But pigs, are, first of all, if they get hungry enough, they will kill and eat like meat. Yeah. But usually they just scavenge it. Mm-hmm. But they will also eat the eggs. Yeah. So there's like discussions on the fact that like it might have been the pig actually that extincted the dodo. Well, pigs are like uh, they're the be- they're like the equalizer. <laughs> I'm not just gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill your whole bloodline. Yeah. Just <laughs> absolutely ridiculous um so they'll also eat trees and seedlings trees not like full-grown trees oh you said trees trees but you said trees no they'll they'll eat trees (laughs) and seedlings uh which of course damages orchards of course which is a problem for florida right because that's what florida's known for yes um dang florida (laughs) <laughs> they just can't catch a break. Gotta vote them off the island. <laughs> <laughs> so they root so aggressively that they can actually start to destabilize soil surfaces. Because again, in in a in the pigs' environment, like yeah, it's not as much of a problem. But the plants and stuff we have here aren't used to that kind of thing. Yeah, so. and they can dig through concrete. So apparently, so I still have no idea what the <laughs> author meant by that. Um, they wallow a lot. Yeah, and apparently the wallowing can just straight up destroy small ponds and streams. Well, that makes sense. Um, And of course, they are fully capable of killing people when cornered or feeling aggressive. Um, (laughs) Because, like, uh, again, pigs are big, they're pretty fast, and they have, like, knives growing out of their face. Yeah. So, like, a pig can very easily just gore you to death. Wow. Um... So Florida and um, wow, so and the other state, huh? Pig v. Bear. I'm gonna give it to the bear. bear. I'm gonna give it to the bear. Um, now the thing, the thing about that is, I didn't look this up because I only had that thought towards the end of the research process, mm-hmm. and I didn't know where to find this information. But pigs are smart enough that I would believe that they had access to like pack tactics. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if a gang of pigs will come through and basically curb stomp people. Right. Like I don't know if that's a thing they do or not. <laughs> but pigs, it wouldn't surprise me. The pigs are gonna drive by the Florida <laughs> Wrong orchard. neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Um so Florida and other states with hog issues have a couple of strategies for dealing with this. Um Mainly hunting and trapping, mm-hmm. although since hogs breed prolifically and year-round, mm-hmm. uh, everything that I found basically was like, we're not going to get rid of them. Yeah. we At this point, it's about stopping the bleeding. Um, oh. So hogs are always considered property of the person who owns the land that they're found or killed on. Oh. Um, and hunters will pay good money. That's triggering. <laughs> 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 I don't like that. <laughs> and 
and hunters will pay good money for the privilege of hunting hogs, which can cause an issue where, like, the land people who own land will mm-hmm. just release pigs onto the land to get money to get the hunters to come pay to hunt these pigs, which exacerbates the, the wild issue. hog problem. Um, the root of all evil returns to money. Yeah, Yikes. and so you would think that like. My thought was like, okay, that should be legal, right? Yeah. It is not. We we don't infringe on rights here. Um, <laughs> not in Florida. <laughs> no. Uh, but the, Although officials do discourage this, and they very, like, <coughs> sensibly, I think, says, if you're going to do it, and I know we can't stop you, at least make it, like, castrated male hogs mm-hmm. so that they can't, like, reproduce. reproduce. But yes. then, of course, that's not as profitable because you have to keep buying the hog mm-hmm. instead of just having a hog nest. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, that's like the end of my like general thesis um, on the wild pig. So as far as the food chain goes, yeah, do would you agree that most people think that humans are at the top? Yeah, absolutely. Humans think they're at the top. Yeah. Incorrect. After this, I believe it is pigs. <laughs> like, they are the they are the perfect. They are issue. the alpha and omega, <laughs> the beginning and the end. And like, so part of the reason that I don't want to. I feel like I have to stop eating pork now is because like to me it's not that different anymore from eating a dog like I mean but like you said some people eat dogs that's true but like people who don't eat dogs and I don't think I can eat a dog part of it is it's like this weird kind of solidarity that people feel like we have with dogs yeah and I feel like the pig Kind of deserves yeah. that spot. There. See, but see, that's what I'm saying. Because if that's the case, I, I mean, I see what the vegans are saying and the yeah. vegetarians. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. if that's the case, how can you stop? Because people, because people feel that way about cows and stuff. Because apparently, cows like legitimately like respond to music and stuff yeah. in specific ways. And I feel like who. Yeah, so my my current stance on that is that, like, unfortunately, the way humans are set up, we have to kill to live. Yeah, Yeah, like, we we have to kill animals because we need to, well, we don't have to, we can live on plants, but. Yeah, I know what you're saying, like. But also, plants are life, too. Yeah. Like, where do you, any line, any line that you draw would be arbitrary. Yeah. So, to me. I feel like the best thing that we can do moving forward, at least until we come up with something else, because like we're researching fact lab grown meat. Yeah. And I think if we can get that off the ground, then then we're good. It's fair game. Yeah. yeah. But until we reach that point, I think and the author of the book, uh, A Natural History of the Pig, mm-hmm. makes this argument too. It's like the least we could do is treat these creatures with some kind of dignity. Yeah. Jeez, like, man. It, it, I mean, yes, we have to feed ourselves. Yes, we're not in a place where it can be good for the animal. Yeah. But it doesn't have to we don't it ha- doesn't it have, doesn't to, have be to be a bad. nightmare carnival. Yeah. We don't have to just abandon all pretense of decency for the sake of profit. We can walk it back a little bit. Yeah. We can at least try. Um and so for for what it's worth, the author does suggest number one, buying from local farms instead of in the supermarket. Yeah. Um, number two, eating less meat all Altogether, overall, which, he which will, I agree with, which he does say will handle itself with buying from local farms because it will be more expensive. So it'll force you to take that away from something that's like every day I eat, yeah, to two or three days a week, or maybe what one thing I'm moving towards is I try to eat meat 
on days that I work out. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is only, for me, it's three days a week. Mm -hmm. So those are my beat days. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he, he offers some some uh, some strategies for that. And that's kind of where I'm at right now because, like, especially with how smart we know these things are, like, that's yeah. torture. Yeah. Like, that's it, terrible. It really is. I mean, it's bad anyway, but it definitely makes it feel worse when you know that, like, this thing is conscious. Like It's conscious. And on top of that, we have a history with these creatures. Like that there's They made us. <laughs> like it it's almost a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Except one of us is getting a way better deal right now. Yeah. And I mean, I know we're we don't govern ourselves based on ethics anymore. So crazy. We just do what's best for me everyone else. But to answer your question, I think with all those things, the dog wins out simply because the dog is cuter. In have some you, cases, have you seen? Have you seen a piglet? Let me. Let I me. see. No, no, no. I've seen a piglet, but that's cheating. Most baby things are cute. You know what I mean? A piglet versus a puppy. They're both cute. Mm, I think the wild piglet's a little. Look bit. at that thing. That's a beast. <laughs> that's not a piglet. Though. You're on Bing, first of all. Yeah, I know that. That graceful. was my first mistake. Look at it, Deja. It looks he's like just, a little deer. <laughs> yeah, look at him. He's adorable. Yes, but okay. If you Google a puppy, that's cute too. Okay, fair. That's what I'm just saying. I get all your points. I understand. Effectiveness, the pig does win. Yeah, the pig is the perfect But machine. nobody can just have a pig in their apartment. <laughs> like, Some people do, actually. They also make excellent pets. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Okay, most people aren't going to have a pig in your apartment. But why? Because we have a bunch of dog supremacists running rampant. <laughs> and we won't address the issue. Because... Ugh, I was gonna say because pigs are bigger, but people are out here with like great danes and stuff, and those are horses. So. Pigs are—they're also only—they can only get so big if you actually ration their food. Now, that being granted, the author does say that it's extremely irresponsible to have a pet pig. Yeah, because society just isn't set up for it, and there's all these different contradictions. But but I see, yeah. But it, there was a very long period in time where the. The uh, family pig occupied the space of the family dog. Wow, that's crazy. You have definitely changed my perception on pigs. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just be a pig, oh, a little dirty pig, whatever. You but ready for some bonus pig facts? Go ahead, bonus pig. In addition to the pig being superior to the dog in uh -huh. every way, it's also an animal of the people. Let me introduce you to the Danish protest pig. So, basically, that you see this pig, right? Yeah. It's just like a red pig mm -hmm. with a white stripe mm -hmm. in the middle. So let me let me go ahead and look up the Danish flag. No way, they're like, oh my god, he he's our flag. This is why nobody uses Bing. How does Bing just exist anymore? Yeah, I know. So that's the Danish flag. <laughs> okay, right? I get it. So there was a period in the history of the Danes. Yeah. Where they were basically, um, they were living under Prussian rule. Okay. And what Prussia is, is it's like proto-Germany, basically. Mm -hmm. Always doing, doing one. <laughs> but, um, and the Prussian regime outlawed uh, because there was like, they didn't want to be under Prussian rule. Okay. So they were holding protests. Mm -hmm. And the Prussian regime outlawed 
outlawed the Prussian flag. So what the Danes did was they started breeding the pig. the Danish protest pig, and they would just have the pig there, you basically using the pig as the symbol of the nation instead of the flag. Crazy. And so Dan then that's why technically it's the Husum Red Pied, mm -hmm. but it's also called the Danish protest protest pig for that reason. And so it it has like a special status in Danish culture. So are you gonna? Start a farm and have a couple pigs. Then? No, I don't have the I don't have the <laughs> physicality for that. Um, wow. Uh, Saint Oswald's Church. Oh, this, um, this is the the pig church. Yes. So legend Earth has it. Pig legend has it that Saint Oswald's Church in Winnick uh, was set to be construction on a different site than it is now. Mm -hmm. The story goes that the workmen set up the original site and placed a foundation stone in the center of that original site, mm -hmm. and went home for the night. They came home, they came back the next day, um, and found the stone in a completely different spot on a place called Winnick Hill. Mm -hmm. They moved it back, which apparently took them all day, went home for the night. Okay. I'm assuming it was a big, big stone. stone. Yeah. yeah. Um, they come back the next day, stone is moved again. This happens a couple times. Okay. So eventually they say, all right, let, we're just going to camp out here and figure out what's going on. So the legend goes that the culprit is a pig mm -hmm. that basically walks up to the stone and pushes it to Winnick Hill, according to the eyewitnesses grunting Winnick, Winnick the whole time. Um, and so what the workers were like, okay, well, we'll just keep moving it. Because eventually this is going to stop happening. But they go back and forth so many times that eventually the workers just give up. And they're like, we're just going to build it where the pig keeps moving it. Yeah. And that is where Winnick Church is to this day. Um, and as a result of this, uh, St. Oswald's Church uh -huh. has a pig carving on the main tower. That's crazy. Oh, and also an element of the story that I left out is that, like, allegedly... Winnick Hill is where St. Oswald actually died as compared to where they were going to build it before. Interesting. So they... Go ahead. What were you about to say? No, go ahead. You, you finish your thing. So they think that the pig, like... Okay. Some kind of the divine, divine messenger. Divine, yeah. yeah. That's also not the only story of a pig, like, essentially founding a church. It's just the one that was the most interesting, so I picked it out. But there's also one where some priest built a church on the site where, like, he just saw a, I think it was a completely, like, white pig oh. give birth. And mm -hmm. he was like, oh, I have to build a church here. Um, there's also another story where. These pigs are out here like, what? <laughs> yeah, just minding their own business. Um, he follows, this other guy follows a pig, like, into the woods or something. And mm -hmm. the pig leads him to this clearing that's so nice. That he's like, I have to build a church here. So, like, there's more than one. This happens That's a couple of times where people are like, this pig is our patron saint <laughs> or something. I don't know. Wow. Um, See, they had me. I, I believe all of it except for the chanting. <laughs> yeah. I would believe that people would say that he was chanting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I can definitely believe that the, the pig, pig probably, especially if they're as smart as we think. Yeah. It's probably like a puzzle. It's probably fun. Yeah. It's just probably <laughs> like, just bored. And they come back like, oh, again. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Literally playing fetch with the yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so also, have you ever heard the phrase pig in a poke? No. 
Okay, um, but it, it is a phrase. It mm -hmm. doesn't get used as much anymore. But basically, what it refers to is like back in like the days of like markets and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, like when farmers markets were more popular, um, you could buy a pig in a poke, which is essentially just a piglet in a bag. An actual piglet? Yeah, just like a little piglet, a little baby piglet, a little live baby piglet. In a bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a pig in a poke. Okay. And so that was a popular phrase, but it also spawned the phrase cats out of the bag because what would happen sometimes is you would open the bag instead of your piglet. It would be a cat. cat. <laughs> Which is a problem because the cat is way less valuable. Than <laughs> the wow, who was the person who was like, we're going to start scamming people. We're going to put cats. And that's why like the secret's out. Like you scan me and now oh, we know because the cat's is... out of the bag. <laughs> oh, well, I love that. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. That's so wild. Like, that's what, and this is like, this is all pared down from the crazy, like, I'm telling you wow. guys, it's called The Natural History of the Pig. Buy it, read it, it's fascinating. Um, that was good. Also, hit me up Amazon, uh, that's free advertising. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's our, that's our pig episode. That was good. Um, you want to go ahead and give your sign off? Oh, um, this has been the Mixed Frequency Podcast. I'm Deja. And I am pig apologist, Xavier. <laughs> All right, and thanks for listening.